Hello, visionaries. Welcome to another episode of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. And intuition is what we're going to be talking about and specifically how intuition can help you be the better leader for your team, for your life, for your family, for anything in your life, because leadership doesn't limit to your career. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. If you participated in the three-part video series where I talked about your personal success formula, I dedicated the whole third part to intuition. And intuition is a huge pillar through which I make decisions and I invite my clients to trust their intuition. And we actually talk about or we deepen, we, I teach them tools to deepen their intuitive powers. So in this episode, what we're going to be talking about is the power of intuition on being a better leader and how you can deepen your intuition. However, that comes in the next episode. I'm going to give you five steps to deepen your intuition. So the first place I'm going to invite you to start with is how does intuition manifest for you? How do you sense sense beyond the senses that you have in the 3D world. Let me explain a little bit more. So we have our senses, right? Like the eyes, ears, your taste, your smell, your touch. These are the senses that most people rely on. However, Intuition is tapping into another sense. It is your gut feeling. It is your, it is your intuitive powers that tell you when something feels right to you or not. Intuition manifests differently for different people. This is why I want you to first lean into how does intuition manifest for you specifically. For me, it is a sense. It's like this inner knowing that I can't explain. For other people, it is like a bodily sensation. For some others of my clients, it is, it is this 
it, it is a, they smell or they can hear or they can those are called clair or the audient or they and then there's also clairsentient which is like you can you can feel you can it's like a deeper sense of feeling you know, and it's like something that you may not be explained, be able to explain with your logical mind. It's this inner knowing. You know, my husband, even though he's a very analytical person and he is an engineer in his background, he has an MBA, so you can see, right? Like that is, he's very, very analytical in his way of thinking, which serves him really well. But he has another side to him, which is very intuitive. Like he has an intuitive read of people. Like he can walk into a room and immediately sense people. And that has served him really well in his career and everything that he does. But he's managed to merge the analytical side of him with the intuitive side of him. Now, he, when he reads people, it's not like judgment. It's more like a sense he gets. And then he's spot on about their personalities, like even without knowing much about them. It's really fascinating for me to watch because I am not a very super analytical and logically logical minded person. Like I just, I use more of my intuitive sense, but for him, like he's managed to combine the two. And the reason I'm bringing him up as an example is because many of my clients, and which means you may be one of them, even if you're not a client of mine, tend to, they, they tend to be on the analytical and logical side. They tend to have careers in um, in the corporate world, they tend to be entrepreneurs, they tend to be very successful. And most successful people have trained themselves to use their logical thinking. For me, the logical level of thinking never worked. So even though I'm very successful at what I do, like it has never worked for me. So I've kind of at some point, I'm like, take it or leave it. You know, my family used to be like, you're doing what? Like they just sometimes they just don't understand the decisions I make. And now over time, they have learned to just say, okay, this is how she operates in life and there's nothing we can do. I'll give you a really funny example. So years and years and years ago, I was very, very sick. As you may have already known when you were, if you've listened to any of my podcasts, I was very sick. And at that time, my husband and I were, we've been together like 24 years at this point. But at that time, we were probably in our seventh or eighth year of being married. No, actually, it was, it was even before. It was um, in my throes of sickness, which was much in earlier in our married life. And so he was doing his MBA from Berkeley University in California. We had <laughs> it's really funny story. Okay, so we had a fixer upper that we were living in. We basically bought our first home. We didn't have much money back then, so we and and, our, and it was a fixer upper it was in california it was in northern california in the bay area so you can tell right like it's how skyrocketing those prices even back then were and we were just starting off our life so and i was you know in and out of my my career as a therapist because i was so sick and like i could I would work sometime and then i had to take breaks and it was just like on and off so he was the sole earning member and he was going to school and we lived in a fixer upper and in, in this, in midst of, in fixer upper, meaning we were doing the work, 
we were constructing making <laughs> we were constructing a bathroom we didn't have we had one kind of broken down bathroom that we could use and that and we were constructing a bathroom living in a you can if you have done any level of construction you know how chaotic it is and this went on for freaking three or four years i can't even remember at this time right and you can tell our life was so different back then and in midst of all of this i had this feeling this is how my intuition works i had this feeling that i wanted a dog I was like, I want a dog. I could feel my dog. And I was like, I want a dog. And my husband's like, no, we can't add a dog to our mix. He's the biggest dog lover. And he's like, no, we can't add a dog to the mix. And I'm like, nope, we're getting a dog. And I can be very, I know what I want. So I go after it. I've learned over time to work better with him and to to taper down how I ask for things. And I was like, no, we're getting a dog. And so somehow we landed up with not one, but two rescue dogs, two big rescue dogs. And they were like good 70 pounders each. This is, that's a long story of how I, we got them, but they were rescue dogs. And I got two dogs, not one, but two. And admits like being sick, (laughs) my husband and his working full time, going to school full time. I mean, Oh my God. And doing construction work over the weekends because I couldn't lift a thing. So we had to do all of the work over the weekends with me being sick. Now, somebody else looking in, I'll tell you why this was a good decision in a bit. But somebody looking in, including my family are like, are you kidding me? Are you like crazy or what? Like you must be out of your mind. Nobody understood why I wanted dogs. Now, here is the intuition and how you might be like listening to story and going like, that is not intuition. That's craziness. (laughs) Yes, it sounds very crazy. But if you have been around animals you, if you're not an if you're not an animal person, you may not understand this, and that's okay. But if you have been around animals, animals are big healers. Animals are really good with healing. And both my dogs, I will, I am not even joking, but they helped heal me. They help heal my heal my illness. Not only that. Because of all of these things, if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes from the past, you know that all of those led to turmoil in our relationship and they helped heal the relationship. You know, if you've known, if you've heard me talk about this, like we were separated for some time during the after, after I got better, we separated because we were not connecting in the same level. Like we were, everything was not working out because I was just another story, another time for another story. So we were separated. And during that time, the only thing we had common custody of was the dogs. So we had to take care of the dogs. And during that time, the dogs really brought us back together. So in many ways, the dogs were healers. I didn't know it back then, but I was like, I wanted the dog. I wanted a dog. I just wanted, it was like this, this, this feeling of like, I really want the presence of a dog. I couldn't explain it. 
and on a logical level looking in it is not was not the best decision but it really helped heal some things that needed healing in our life and look where we are right now and both those dogs have passed away since then one of them passed right before we moved from california and the other one passed like 3 weeks before our first our, our first child was born and again he brought that to us and then he's like i'm done i'm leaving and so he left he transitioned the the second dog transitioned but there is a lot of wisdom when you can tune into your intuition. I'm giving you these stories and for you, you know, I'm not just giving them to you for entertainment, but this is to spark, this is to spark your own knowing of how intuition works for you. So I really invite you to sit with that. Now we're going to go into how can intuition Oh my God, I can't even, I lose words. When I start talking about in, in the podcast, you can often see like I lose my words because I don't have clear notes. I go with my sense of what I want to talk. I have an outline and then I go into it. So sometimes I lose my words. So now we're going to go into how can you benefit when you tap into your intuition as a leader? The bottom line is we are always sensing See, when we communicate, this is research. Research has shown that we only commu- we communicate se- only 7% in words. 38% is in the tone of your voice and how you're using it. Tonality is 38%. This is research. And 55% is body language. 55%. That's why you can be with somebody, you hear them talk, And the words they're saying may be like really good on books, but their body language communicates something as their tonality. You can sense like, oh my God, like this does not sound right to me. So that is what is sensing. And so when you are, how can you utilize this information? So say you're a leader, you are in a, in a, in, in, with your team or with your employees or in a board meeting or something, whatever you do. And you're talking or some, somebody is telling you something about some decision you're making and you're sensing something different. You can utilize this information I gave you about how you only use 7% in words and the rest is all tonality and body language. So you can utilize that information and say something about it. So the way I operate, sometimes I might, if I'm sensing something that is different than what they're saying, what I might say to that person is, hey, you know, I could be wrong. I hear what you're saying, but I'm sensing blah, 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 blah from you. So tell me, what am I picking up? So if I'm right in my sensing and it's an open relationship, meaning it's an open communication, there's open communication between me and that other person, they might say something like, oh yeah, yeah, this is how I'm feeling, right? And so you can utilize that information. And as a leader, you have authority in that relationship. So be careful about how you are presenting it because you already have that status, right? As a, as their leader. So be careful about how you're going to utilize that information. 
So maybe, you, you know, like another way to think about how you can, you, you can tune into your intuition and utilize that is if you walk into a meeting and you're sensing something, you can bring that up very tactfully. This is where communication is super important, right? And communicating in the right way, meaning you can be, I often downplay what I'm sensing, meaning I don't know if it's accurate or not, or if they're willing to share what they're truly feeling, right? And so I have to be tactful in how I'm bringing that up. And that's what I'm inviting you all to do. Be mindful and be tactful. Be, be aware of how you are bringing that information to them, because all you want to do is spark a conversation, because everything comes down to communication, right? Whether it's in your personal life or with your employees or with your team, it is all communication. And so how can you bring that up in a way that sparks conversation and doesn't shut something down? Now, how can you use intuition as a leader? See, what I've seen is when someone is intuitive, they are not afraid to make a decision. They, will, they might not rush into one, but they are taking their time, allowing the information to come in. They, they utilize that information and then they are not afraid to make a decision, even if, they, even if it could lead down a wrong path. Because, you know, this is how I operate. There are no, there are no mistakes in life. They're only course corrections, only course corrections. So there's no mistakes you can totally make. Everything is a learning experience, right? So when you are intuitive as a leader, you are less afraid to make a decision that is a wrong decision. You're just like, I'm going to take this decision because it feels right to me. So another thing what I've seen is when even you're intuitive, you're more motivated you're more motivated to push this forward because you know you're sensing something that goes beyond logic, which means there's something trying to come through you. See, this is another way I operate in life, and I, I, and I really encourage this with my clients too. You are just a conduit for divine consciousness to work through you. We're all here on this planet for a purpose, right? We're here to evolve and up, evolve yourself and evolve and uplift others. That is, that is what I believe in. That those are the kind of people I attract too, who are very conscious about creating, creating impact in their world. And so when you're sensing something from intu intuition, you're much more likely to be motivated to bring that into fruition. And you won't settle. You won't settle for mediocrity. You'll be like, no, we're doing this. And, and also when you're intuitive as a leader, you, you have your own, your own internal barometer of barometer. Is that the right way to say it? I don't know. Um, barometer of when something feels good and something doesn't feel good. Like you, you may decide, you may go forth with something and then you may like, you, you may like, I, I'm sent, you feel like this is not the right decision. You won't be scared of pulling the trigger off, like saying, I'm done. I'm not going to do this. 
You won't be scared to change directions just because you committed. I mean, how many people who have gotten divorced tell you that I didn't, I felt something was off right before I got married. I was like, oh my God, like I'm walking down the aisle and I'm like, I don't want to get married. How many people have said that? But then you're like, oh my God, I'd like all these guests are here. Let me just go through with this. I have talked to countless, countless divorced people, and they all have some version of this. I knew right from the beginning that something was off, and yet I went through with it for whatever reason. This is how, and but there are also people who are very intuitive who are like, I'm not doing this because it doesn't feel right to me. They pull the plug at the last minute. So if you're an intuitive leader, you're much more likely to be, even if you come very close to a deal and it doesn't feel right to you, you will not be scared of pulling the plug. What I've also seen is as an intuitive leader, intuitive leaders are very passionate about their work and life. They are there. It is, it is almost like it is, um, People gravitate towards them because of their intuition, like because of how they utilize their intuition. It makes them more magnetic and it also makes them motivated to excel in whatever they do because they are very driven. So another thing I've seen about intuition. So again, I'll talk about five steps to deepen your intuition in the next episode. But for today, I just want you to see the benefits of being an intuitive leader, like basically tapping, tapping into your intuition. From what I've seen, intuitive leaders tend to be very, very um, aware of their environment of the people they work with and so they're much they're they foster those relationships because they have a sense they are very connected with their people and if some somebody is not in alignment with them or the team they're more likely to to fire them or get or or like say okay or let them go because it is not for the betterment of the whole team, right? And so they're much more aware, much more tuned in, which makes it easy to perform as well because you only have the right people on your team. Is this making sense to you? So I want you to really start tapping into your intuition, especially when you are leading teams, when, you are, um, when you're working with 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 people, start to notice how, what are you picking up about your team or about the people you're working with? And how can you foster more cohesiveness in your team based on what you're picking up? And the other thing I've noticed about intuitive leaders is that they almost have a foresight. They can see things. They may not know exactly how it's going to pan out, but they have a, they have a sense of how or which direction is all of this going in. So, so tap into your intuition and see how can you start to utilize some of the things that that I have talked about in here as an intuitive leader and how can you bring that forth to your work and your career and your family life as well. So that is that concludes this episode but basically what I want to leave you with is a few things. One, 
know how your own intuitive powers come out like how do you how what would make you realize like okay you're tapping into intuition secondly just as a recap only seven percent is words the rest is tonality and body language so what are you picking up with the people you're interacting with and how can you utilize that information to be a better leader to be to create more cohesiveness not only with your teams but also how to progress you forward and when you're picking up something about your team when if it's not cohesive or if someone's misaligned with your team values how can you utilize that information even if they're saying something but their their actions are showing you something different how can you utilize that information either to create more cohesiveness or to let them go and tap into your intuition. It's really vital that you do that so that you can you can move the needle forward to the direction you want it to go. All right. So share with this, share this with your teams, share this with people in your life. It's so important to utilize your intuition and not just lead with logic and analytical mind. Okay, so then the next episode, we're going to be talking about five steps to deepen your intuition and we will take it from there. See you on the other side. Oh, one last thing. In my YouTube channel, I have, I'm starting to share more different kind of content, but I, they're all very much connected with what we're talking about. So make sure to visit and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well and get more information. All right, visionaries, I will see you on the next episode. You take care. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.